Coming up on this episode of The Village Idiom. Uh, fruit farm. I owe my success as a fruit farmer to my dad because uh, whenever I felt uh, in trouble or scared, he always told me to grow a pear. <laughs> dum, dum, da, da, village Idiom. Hello and welcome to The Village Idiom. We are a podcast that every single week we choose a popular saying to take an admittedly shallow, hopefully comedic, comedic, once in a while, interesting, if we're lucky, educational dive into the usage, into the origins, and the mystery of said idiom. I'll be your host today. My name is Jurassic Mark. And I am the year of the rabbit. That is, when did that start? I think it started on Sunday. Is it? Is yeah, it, we're, we're just a few days into the year of the rabbit. We're off to the races, so to speak. Oh, we should have opened up with rabbit sounds or... What, what sounds do rabbits make? You know, like... Waka! <laughs> Rabbit! <laughs> That's the sound of rabbit. Oh, yeah. Eggs. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's Happy good. Happy Rabbit Day. It, year. It's good for all of our friends uh, celebrating, all the illegitimate children out there celebrating. With Happy gold, New Year. Gold coins and red envelopes. Oh, man, I love the red envelopes. Some mooncake. Now, I just heard today. No, that's not, it's not the Lunar Festival. It's a, yeah, it is. Is it? It's the same thing. All right. Is it mooncake time? Yeah. Did you not get some on I Sunday? I didn't get any mooncakes. I got some on Sunday. This is garbage. She just said it was New rice, lame rice cake, but well, it, that's not a mooncake. It was. Well, did it have like? Was it made with like moon? Moon G's. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? <laughs> no, it was that gooey, you know, rice glue cake. That's not a mooncake. What's a mooncake? Because I know. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, that's what they were handing out for. Uh, yeah, I don't. But it still no, is a mooncake. Chinese is, New Year still lunar, isn't it? I, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Other than red packets are flowing, people are happy. I just learned today that only like apparently like singles are intended to get red packets. Craft singles. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's four ounces of milk in I, one of those. I. Th- <laughs> that's what you're giving somebody. I thought that. Uh, I didn't know it had anything to do with singles. I thought it was children. Well, they're single, mostly. <laughs> yeah. So you could be like 50 and still getting a red packet. But I think as soon as you get married So it has up, to do with singleness, not being a child. I think so. But like, I'm just talking about well, when you're 50 ear, and single. You probably don't need a red packet anymore. Who's giving you that? Uh, I don't know. Your family who... I, I don't know if it's like a respectful thing or a, like, oh, here you go. Still getting red packets, huh? <laughs> It's my 50th year of getting red packets. <laughs> That's why I stayed single. So I love the red packets. That's funny. Well, yeah, happy rabbit year. Yeah, so I'm sure I made that's sure, how they say as it. part of it, I brought you, I know this is like... Oh, that's great. This is, uh, I brought you a fortune cookie because someone passed them along to us. And so I'm sure that our actual authentic uh, Chinese friends are like, what are you morons doing? Well, I'll tell you a little trick about reading your fortune from a fortune cookie is okay. at the end of it, oh, you, no, no, you no. include on a podcast. Okay, because <laughs> the, the thing I thought you might say, I'm glad so, you didn't say that. So mine says... Uh, Oh, that's the French side. French fortune cookies? Yes. Mine says, keep your idealism practical on a podcast. Okay. And mine says, you are quiet, adaptable, and sensitive to others on a podcast. <laughs> that's so This is wrong. the worst cookie for me. This is like the opposite of things I am. Even if you didn't add on a podcast to that, that's that's just... 
You are quiet, adaptable, and sensitive to others. That doesn't even say... What idiot are, made this? Fortune cookies always are like, <laughs> you are to going others. to be. You'll find somebody dark and handsome. You'll... This year will be lucky. Like, it's futuristic. And this one is just... I don't want to find someone dark You're quiet. Handsome. You okay? That's what basically it's saying. It's like, you're really quiet today. Are you, are you all right? You are withdrawn. What are you thinking right now? You were withdrawn and pulled away. What? But I am sensitive to others. So that's good. When it, Whew, when it, when I'm it finally says, glad I got that one. When it says, keep your idealism practical. Idealism. And, and to yourself. Keep your idealism to yourself on a podcast. Idealism. Keep, like, keep your dreams, your goals practical. Keep your idealism practical. You know, your idealistic goals. So goals. Like, ideally how things would work out? Keep that to yourself. <laughs> no, it says keep it practical. Oh, yeah. Keep it practical. And then I've got uh, lottery numbers. Oh, bonus. Did you ever hear about that? 4, uh, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. That's what I got. Crazy. Did you ever hear about that? Uh, there there was this, this investigation because it's one particular year so many people won. They're like, so nobody went away like a crazy gazillionaire, but there were so many winners that they started an investigation. Like, how did that many people... And so they started going through the individuals one by one by one by one by one, and ninety nine percent of them got their numbers off a of fortune cookie. And the, the same printed. And they all cookie. had the same printed thing. Well, I guess of all ways to make money, the red envelope and Chinese New Year is one of the ways to make money. It's it's actually it's a kind of a story of someone you know that goes from like poverty to wealth. Poverty to wealth. You know that old saying. That old saying. Poverty to wealth. Hang on. I, I know what you're trying to say, but I got to look backwards for this. Uh, here's a little, here's a little something, something from Animaniacs to help us out. You ready for this? Oh, uh, we may have sailed too close to the wind on this one, Sibs. That was a little quiet. Let's try again. But I think we heard it. Oh, uh, we may have sailed too close to the wind on this one, Sibs. Sailing. That's the wrong one. I think that's next week. Oh man, this is how advanced planning. <laughs> You're so advanced. Should we edit that out or just keep going? No, just keep going. We, right. we, 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 mistakes are. Human. That okay. is what we, we do. There we go. How about this one then? Yeah, from rags to riches. Yeah, we back on there easy street. Go. Sanford and Son, rags to riches. Rags to riches. That's what we're talking about today. Yeah, selling too close to the sun is next week's podcast. Okay, well, look at that. I'm ahead of the game. Well, it's just, you're just a story of success. Rags to riches. Uh, pretty much, well, that's half my story. Still in the rags. Still in rags. But I believe. Okay, I'm believing. Illegitimate children. Maybe I'm, I shouldn't believe for it. I'm supposed to keep my idealism. I've got a game for you. For me? Yeah. Or and illegitimate children, feel free to uh, to uh, play it at home if you can hear it. You know what that sound is? It's the sound of fortune. <laughs> you just eating that fortune. Mm, that's the sound of, of of cavities bursting. Okay, I'm going to. Uh, lay out all of the answers to all of these. These are movies, um, and they are rags to riches kind of stories. Okay, I will throw out bits and pieces, and all you have to do, illegitimate children, is beat Jurassic Mark to the punch. Okay, rags to riches so, kind of stories. So I just got to figure out the name of the movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Trading places. She. She was a a street uh, lady of the evening. Pretty Julie. woman. <sighs> wow. Did you beat me? Did you beat me? Julia Roberts. Oh, do I need the name of the person? No, no, or? no, no, no. Pretty woman. The answer is pretty woman. Okay, Walking so down the street. Villagitimate children. Did you Kinda beat, beat like to the buzzer? Okay. 
uh, for this, uh, second, second one, uh, maybe, well, this, uh, the sun will come out tomorrow. Annie. Um, Annie for number two, Villegitimate Children. Did you beat that one in? Okay. I hope you got, I hope you got, uh, your junk together here. Okay. This is a rags to riches story about the tra- trading places. Colombian Bam Bam, a little story of, uh, Tony Montagna and, uh, uh, a, a, it's a movie or a TV it's, show. It's a, it's a movie uh, played by Al Pacino. Um, where he it's goes, it's a gangster movie. He Godfather from humble beginnings to getting a massive uh, uh, cut across his across Scarface. His, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure the illegitimate children beat you on that one. I've never seen Scarface. Really? Yeah. No, I never have. Say hello to my little friend. Yeah, I've seen all the scenes. I've just never seen them in order. Oh, yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. I've okay. Heard, I've heard it's great comedy. Okay. Uh, this little, uh, Indian adventure, uh, follows the tales of a young, Kite runner. of a young man uh, who, Slumdog Millionaire. Slumdog Millionaire. That's like rags to riches in the title. Slumdog Millionaire. Okay. Village, there's a couple more here. Um, Trading places. <laughs> this is the story. Of Eddie Murphy. Trading by the- No. <laughs> I just, so not that one. Okay, that's not even on my list. Okay, this is a story of a young man who finds a golden ticket. Willy Wonka. Charlie and Charlie, Charlie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Illegitimate Willy children. Wonka. Did you win that one? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. This is a story all about how. Yes. Okay. Uh, this is a little story about um, the advent of Facebook and, social and how, uh, this person, um, social something beat, beat out the Winklevoss twins social in media. order to, what was it called? Social. In order to interconnect with other people online. I can't um, think of the other word. Um, I'm trying to lay it out for you when you social interconnect with disorder, fans, when you kind of social web, social network. You, Social network, there it is. And finally, the last one in this rags to riches story about our friend Will Smith and how he and his son were living in... Pursuit of happiness. We're living in the pursuit With of... With a Y. Yes. Pursuit of happiness. Legitimate children, how'd you do out there? Did you... Did you, uh, get, you were pretty fast. Except for Scarface and I couldn't think of network. Yeah, social something. I'm like, it's not social media. What justice, social justice, social light, socializing, socializing, social butterfly. <laughs> anyway, social good job. studies. <laughs> good job, good job out there. These are some rags to riches stories. Those are great. Yeah, little something to get your brain spinning. That was good. I'm glad you brought a game. I I, I have a game for you now. Sweet. It's to guess the origin story of. The idiom, rags to riches. Okay. You want to do that? Let's do it. Let's jump in. Let's make this thing happen. All right. I'm going to give you three selections. Okay. One of these three is indeed correct. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. First one. I'm going to keep them short and simple without filling in too many details. Keep it vague. Uh, does the rags to riches idiom come from the early days of newspapers? Okay. Second one. Does the idiom rags to riches find its origins in the fairy tale Rumpelstiltskin? Oh, you dastardly human. <laughs> Third one. 
And the first time I've ever used this as an option. Does it have the word Thailand in it? Does it have an unknown origin story? Oh, because you say that, it leads me to think that. I was going to go with Rumpelstiltskin, but no, I, I know that story. I'm going to go with, there is no idea because this is the first time you've used that. There might be a reason. It's not the first time we've actually not ha- or had an idiom that doesn't have an origin story. No, it's not the first time, but it's the first time I've given it, it as, as an a, option. As a, usually make up a third thing. I guess I feel stupid. And then you go, actually, there is no, that seems more appropriate to what would happen. So I'm going to go with C. <laughs> Because I do not want to get duped. Un- unknown origin story. Final answer? Unknown origin story. Illegitimate children, clock in. All right, here we go. I said some words. Where'd they go? Where'd they go? No one can know. Nice. Turn around and look behind. Those words came from another mind. Sometimes that little jingle just feels good. Dobby Ravies, thank you again. Four years running. (laughs) All right. The idiom rags to riches has its, uh, it goes back in its usage at least as far back as the 1880s. So Um, there's an origin. Great. So it could go back further. Uh, rags to riches, of course, we haven't described it directly, refer to the humble, or no, rags refers to the humble clothing that a person might wear when they're in a state of poverty. Like if you had jeans that were torn and yeah, except of- those are expensive now. <laughs> oh. And they've, you know, talk about um, cultural appropriation. The number of things we've stolen from the homeless for fashion. Daniel Tosh has a great joke on that. With uh, okay, I've, I've solved poverty. Uh, we can give jeans to homeless people. Uh, to make sure that they're clothed until they wear them out and they get threadbare. And then we take them back because we don't want them to be fashionable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah. that's what rags refers to is p- poverty. Um, and this idiom has continued since the 1880s. Notice how I haven't gotten to the origins yet. Uh, continued since the 1880s because uh, they, they presume because of its alliteration. Anything we've noticed that with a few of these hmm. when there's alliteration. So it's English. That's why it worked. It's like rags to riches. That's catchy. Hmm. Um, although the precise origin remains from poverty to prosperity remains unknown. You got it right. Is it? The actual origin <laughs> is unknown. Uh, a lot of times yes. it, it goes back to the stories of an American writer named Horatio Alger, Alger, okay. who lived from 1834 to 1899 and often, uh, his stories associated with a, sort of a rags to riches story. And so he, he wrote quite a bit of poor boys who through their own great work ethic or whatever the case may be, became rich young men. And, um, and that's, the closest thing to an origin story, which isn't saying much, because any author could write a story like that. In fact, there are stories of rags to riches stories that predate uh, Horatio Alger and the, the idiom itself. The truest rags to riches story I can think of is actually quite current, and it is the Sham Wow. That is a rags to riches story. Wow. The Sham Wow. Not just wow. Sham Wow. That's really great. That's rags to riches, baby. That That is really great. Yeah. Wow. That rags to rags riches. To riches. Uh, How did that thing become so... Uh, they were looking for a, a, a modern version of rags to riches. So Wow. Well, I have I have some examples of true rags to riches okay. stories um, throughout history. This is from historychannel.com, history.com. Catherine I um, 
her story could literally be, I mean, cause Cinderella, there's a classic rags to riches. Perfect story, right? And, and her story is almost that. Did she so, go from riches to rags to riches? Well, she went from. Her dad had moolah. Yeah, it depends on the version you, we, we don't know the exact story of the dad, but the stepmom took all his money. So she at least had some riches, but not princess level, which she becomes in the end. Right. So Catherine the First of Russia could uh, is a Cinderella story. Totally, she was born in 1684 into a family of Lithuanian peasants. This sounds like a Disney special, right? And yeah. she was orphaned at the age of three after both of her parents died from the plague. Taken in by a pastor, spent her youth as a housemaid. That's where she made her money, working for a pastor. <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. it's the poor feeding. No, the she poor. didn't work for the pastor. He took her in. <laughs> She lived as a housemaid, uh, and then she was captured at 18 years old and taken to Moscow. And she was a servant in the home of a high-ranking government official. And it was there that she met the Russian emperor then, Peter the Great. And despite being uneducated, zero history, no lineage, no, she couldn't even read, she charmed him Mm -hmm. with her beauty, her wit, they say. That works. And soon... A passionate affair. Well, there you with go. With fortune cookies. Wow. Um, yeah, so they got married in 1712 and she became the first. Hashtag me too. <laughs> first lady. Peter the Great's first lady. That's amazing. That's, that's but, very Cinderella. But if you, you, you go to Wikipedia and look up, um, the rags to riches. It gives so many examples of rags to riches, historical examples, modern examples. Um, there was one, oh, let's see if I can find it really quick here. I want to say Charles Bronson. Um, what do you call two successful Vietnamese people? It's that Nguyen, Nguyen scenario. <laughs> what? That's, that's for all my Vietnamese friends out there. Oh man, I'm going to get it wrong. N-G-U-Y-E, you know, Nguyen, Nguyen. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. It's, it's a Vietnamese joke. Catherine of Russia. There she is again. Uh, Bette Midler was, I mean, I don't know what you call rags to riches. Bette Midler was born and raised by her father and mother. Her dad was just a house painter. They lived in Hawaii, so it's a long shot from LA. But is that really rags? No. Uh, Cher was born in California to a truck driver with gambling like, problems. How many of us, like, you know, it's, it's not like you don't come from wealth, but you, you are undoubtedly like a doing fine in life. Oh, this was an interesting one to me. Axel Rose. Born in Lafayette, Indiana, to a poor and very religious family. He was a PK. Yep. And you knew that? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so he sang in a trio with his brother and sister when he was a kid, which I would love to find that little footage. That would be gold. Um, and then once his schoolmates found out of his family's origins, and I, I'm assuming their religiosity, he just rebelled. And he hasn't stopped. <laughs> he hasn't stopped. He became a habitual criminal before music and... uh and all the all the wrong things in life, and now is uh, probably doing quite fine off of his. Well, every rose has its par- thorns. Paradise City money. Mm-hmm. Oh, here it is. Uh, oh, yeah. This was, is the one. This is the one I was his, looking for. Wasn't it his stepdad? I don't know. I think. Yeah, uh, anyways, continue. Uh, Charles Bronson was born from a poor coal mining family of Lithuanian descent. <gasps> so was Catherine. <laughs> what? He began talk working. About a, talk be, about a death wish. He began working in the coal mines at the age of ten after his father died. 
And his family was so poor that at one time he had to wear his sister's dress to school because of the lack of clothing otherwise. They're so poor, it was just Poe. They couldn't even afford the ore. <laughs> yeah. It's just, that's In a coal rough. mine, they couldn't get the ore. <laughs> that's how rough it was. Uh, and then he grows up to be like Mr. Action Star. Yeah. Those are great movies. Right? Went to school in a dress. His sister's dress because he had no other clothes. I, it's funny that it says he went to school in a dress. Like, I don't think he went to the coal mine in a dress. N- no. Maybe that's why he had to wear the dress. <clears throat> and depending on how you did the dress, it's not making it sound like he tied it up like a crop top or something. It's like, hi guys, here I am. Like, right. That's not going to fly in. Do you know who Jason K is? No. Do you know the band Jamiroquai? I know Special K. No. You don't know the band Jamiroquai? No. Oh. Oh, you'd like them. Oh, oh. okay. Anyway, Jamiroquai, so Jason K lived on the streets as a teenager, was even stabbed at one point. Rough life, rough life. And Jamiroquai sold 26 million albums. They're great. Hmm. They're great. Anyway, the list is like, just goes on and on. Coco Chanel, Charlie Chaplin, Chow Yun-Fat, Kurt Cobain, Eminem, Chris Gardner, uh, Jimi Hendrix, Michael Jackson, Mahalia Jackson, LeBron James. So it, there, there's dozens and dozens of ra- yeah. quote unquote rags to riches stories. So it depends I on how you want to qualify. Yeah. I, like Catherine. I don't know. Like, how so, about Joseph <clears throat> in the Bible? So m- m- I don't know why, but mentally, men- mentally. <laughs> Uh, mentification, Menti- <laughs> men- <laughs> mentally, I, I think of like rags to riches as in like, uh, you worked for it, but not in the like, I played basketball or I played the guitar kind of way. Because, I well, don't, I don't know. It just seems like an artificial, yeah, you know, I don't know. I'd, really? Yeah. So what, how, what about Charles Bronson? That's, if you, if you were like a, a yes, that's fine by me. But he didn't work. To his I greatness know, in I the know, coal mine. But I don't know. He seems a little more dude-like. Than so what about Cinderella? The a rags to riches? Yeah, I can go with that one. Okay, what about... Uh, LeBron James? No, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he was poor, and now he's not. But like, so like I don't know. We don't get personal about things, but it's not like our, our parents came from like money, but you're doing all right in life. Okay, if I... Here's the real story. And so, go, like, would you? Because you could make my life. If let's say you, I was making James Brown, I mean James LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Let's say I was making LeBron James money. Yeah, you could easily say it's a rags to riches story, just because of how it sounds. But I didn't feel like I grew up poor. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. well, he was uh, raised by a non-working mother, and his father was a bus driver, and now he's making ten million an episode. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, R- rags to riches. I don't know. Is that really rags know. to riches or do you I have to be way. on the street? I, I don't know. Yeah. My, I, I, what about a, that's, that's a homeless one. person begging on the street finds a winning lottery ticket? Is that a rags to riches story? Or do you think there's a work ethic? Like the description says there's a work ethic component to it. It seems like there, there is. And it's, it's a real, not, it's, it's a real rags to riches story. And it's not you like to buckle down like and, besmirch, uh, lottery. No, like a basketball player that had to work hard and I did three free throws three hours a day, you know, just to get as good. I get that there's work involved, but I don't know. I, somehow it's different in my mind than I was flumping coal and I don't know. Okay. What if it was so, so you I think you know. have to work for it, for it to be a true rags to riches story. So like, let's say a supermodel who is down and out and got a waitressing job but is going to get me in trouble somebody notices her 
and instantly puts her in all the magazines, goes from poverty to wealth, but she did nothing for it. Rags to Riches story? I, I refuse to comment on anything moving forward because <laughs> this is all going to go bad for me. I could feel it. I could feel it. I could feel it. This is not good. I refuse to comment anymore. It's over. Okay. I did come across this uh, little internet story, though, about a, uh, a successful person in the Okanagan. said, I, uh, I owe my success as Is that a, a thing? With uh, uh, Fruit Farm. I owe my success as a fruit farmer to my dad because uh, whenever I felt uh, in trouble or scared, he always told me to grow a pear. <laughs> and so that's the success of the fruit farmer. Uh, that's funny. I thought this is a real story. I'm like, there's no success stories in the Okanagan. But what about Joseph in the Bible? Is that a rags to riches story? He's thrown in a pit. Sold, but worked as a slave. He worked his way out of said pit. Yeah. So is it rags? So he was story? sold, and and then he worked hard in the jail, so that even the jail master said, "This guy's got something. Let's put him in charge of X, Y, Z." Right. And he did really well. And then when he got out, it's like the tell the wine, tell the pharaoh that I can answer. Then his he was dreams. the right hand man of the pharaoh. And then he turned out, and then he saved the whole country. So that wasn't hard work. It was. Uh... Well, there was some divine like. Right, providential was, things in there, right. but he also worked it. It, yeah, it wasn't just like he was, and he came out of jail, and because he was so good looking, they put him on a magazine. The end. Right. Success. So it's not rags to riches. I don't. If it just happens by accident. I don't know. I, I go back to my original phrase that I refuse to comment. <laughs> Alright. I, I don't know. I want to, I want to involve some work in there. And so yeah, if, yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker, Benito Mussolini. Mussolini, no, there's someone to strive after. It's a real success story. David Letterman. Mussolini is a real success story. Stan Lee. His father was a dress cutter who only worked sporadically after the Great Depression. You're trying to draw. It's, I feel like this is the trap, and I refuse to speak any more about it. And then somebody spotted him and said, that guy hey, will make magazine covers. Is it time to get into Ridley? Stan Lee, put this bikini on. <laughs> is it? Is it that time? I think it's that time. All right. Well, Riddling is a game we like to play that takes a two-part trivia-based question, and we require, demand, a two-part overlapping answer, which is why we have the word link in the title. So, for example, just for an example, let me give you one. Last week, episode 211, uh, we did that uh, surprisingly interesting que queer the pitch idiom. The pitch was queered. It was. And we left you with this one. To be street performer level distracting on this show, within a show, on The Simpsons. Again, yeah. it was to be street performer level distracting on this show, within a show, on The Simpsons. So last week when I read it to you, you're like, got it. I, I want to go queer the pitchy and scratchy. That's it. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Perfect. And that's how you play Riddlink. So I've got a couple for today. I've got a couple. Let me get the, let me get the ball rolling. Let's roll that ball. Have we done... Get the ball rolling as an idiom? I don't know. We should. <clears throat> no, this is a little tricky. So, illegitimate children, you have to put on your thinker. It's tricky to rock a rhyme. To rock a rhyme, it's right on time. It's tricky. It's tricky. Okay. Disney's Duncan family babysits their little sister. What? In the book about Willy Wonka. Disney's Duncan family babysits their little sister. In the book about Willy Wonka. Disney's Duncan family 
Okay, well, the book about Willy Wonka is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, so it has to end with Charlie. Yes. And there's a Disney... Disney sitcom, yep. ...sitcom called Something Charlie. Okay, well, there you go. Babysitting Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's very close. Uh, Village of Children, I I know... Charles and... Oh, no. (laughs) Charles and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It is Good Luck, Charlie. Good Luck, Charlie. And now the that you say factory. it, I, re- I don't think I've ever seen it, but oh, now yeah. that you say that, I Good luck, Charlie. recognize it right away. Okay, well, I got one. Okay. Uh, let's give you this one. <laughs> this is, I hope you get this. This was a hard one for me. I just stepped on gum. Who spits gum out on the red carpet is an example of this. When I was poor but became wealthy. Who oh, bad. I know, I know. It's a stretch. I just stepped on gum. Who spits gum out on the red carpet? That's an example of this. When I was poor and became wealthy. Well, I'm going to include the rags to riches as the ender. Yeah, you got that. Um, so, so I'll give you a whole gum fiasco. So, so that was rags. an example. I had to look up examples of, and that was an example of something you say when you're like, you want to sound complaining or disappointed, but really it's elevating you. So you're complaining about the gum, but meanwhile, you're on the red carpet. Brags to riches. Yeah, just one word before that. Because you're not really bragging. You're, humble brags to it, riches. That's it. It was a toughie. Oh, man. It's uh, hard to describe a humble brag. I, right. Yeah, I'll give you that. I looked up a lot of examples, yeah. and some were funny, but... Okay, this one's for my nerds. My nerds. Gonna need to chime in. Village Where of my nerds. nerds at? Where's my nerds at? Mandalorian Metal. For Coke dealer Tony Montagna. Mandalorian Metal. For Coke dealer Tony Montagna. My nerds! My nerds are screaming. They know the answer. I know it too, but man. Madagascar face. (laughs) The type of metal. Obsidium. It starts with uh, a B. The legitimate children know this. It's Beskar face. Is that all it is? Beskar. I had a like three or four syllable. No, it's Beskar. What's it's the metal in uh, Avatar? It's like so ridiculous. Unobtainium. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, that that. How many people did so that pass the, by? So on the nose. <laughs> how do we get it? You can't get it. It's unobtainium. Anyways, well, uh, for this next one, Village of Minute Children, we would love to hear from you. Uh, reach out to us on Instagram at the dot village dot idiom or email us the village at gmail.com or whether it's the Facebooks, the YouTubes or the Twitters at three minutes gone. You'll get this one. Men performing as women can go from poverty to wealth. Okay. Men performing as women can go from poverty too well and that is three minutes gone Woo! very fun well there there was that get that out of your head there, there yeah uh i enjoyed putting today together i just need to be more realistic about my idealism <laughs> that's what the fortune says happy new year friends i'm skinny i am jurassic mark and these are the village idioms or will i go from a rag to return. Last three minutes gone.